I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Happy August. I cannot believe we are already in the month of August. I have been waiting for this month for the past year plus. Ever since I got engaged, I've been, I've been waiting for August to roll around because it is officially wedding month and it's pretty bizarre how Today actually feels different. So when I'm recording this episode, it is August 1st, and obviously yesterday was July 31st, and just even the shift from July to August and knowing that August is wedding month, like, I don't know, there's a shift, and I feel it, and it's significant, and it's like I'm so excited, And all of a sudden, it feels like, wow, I'm getting married this month and things are starting to feel like they're coming really quickly. So it's super exciting and I'm just setting the intention for myself and, um, you know, I was thinking about today's podcast episode and I have a lot of different topics that I could record on and then I finally decided on covering a topic that was requested to me quite some time ago and to me it just feels like a really fun topic to talk about today Um, in the midst of summer I think when we're going through the summer months we We like some easy listening, some light listening, so hopefully you're in the mood for something light, fun, but also maybe you'll learn something today about plants because I'm going to be talking about my plant babies and how to get started being a plant mom if you're interested in getting your own plants and or maybe even expanding your plant collection. So we're going to get into that, but I kind of went off on a segue there, but um, I was going to start talking about just like summer and maybe you are going through a season of your life where things feel like they just need to be lighter now. And I was about to start saying that it's August and right now I'm just going to be setting an intention for myself to just like allow things to be light, lighter and fun this month. Like I don't have to take things so seriously this month or feel like I need to be like a hundred percent in my business this month, that sort of thing. Like I, as always, am going to be a hundred percent with my clients this month and any new clients that come my way. But 
you will notice that this month, maybe the podcast topics are going to be more lighter and funner. And even on Instagram, I feel like Instagram lately, it's just, um, you know, I haven't really been creating a lot of Instagram content lately. And with all that being said, I guess I'm just not putting that pressure on myself to do that and just allowing myself to really embrace this season of life. And I just felt called to share that with you just in case maybe you're going through a similar season. And I don't necessarily mean like similar in the sense of planning a wedding, but maybe you're going through a season of life right now where you just maybe need to lighten your load a little bit and not be 100% into things as you normally are. And, you know, I'm setting that intention for myself. And if you need permission to set that intention for yourself as well, or just take things a little bit lighter this month, here is your permission slip to join me and just make August a little bit more easier on ourselves, lighter, and just have fun with it. Like embrace this last month of summer with me. So there's your invite to join along with me. And before we actually get into today's episode and talk about plans, I want to talk about last week's episode because it was so well received. I was honestly really excited to record that podcast episode with Scott, but I know that it's not like my usual content, but I know you all love episodes like that, so I thought you'd really enjoy it, but the amount of feedback I received, like I received so many messages about that podcast episode, so I just want to thank everyone who reached out to us and let us know that you enjoyed the show and gave us your opinions on wedding things and what you liked most about the show. Like it was just so awesome hearing from you all. So I just want to thank you for that because it was so much fun reading through all of your messages and just hearing from you. And I did receive a request that Scott and I do kind of like a part two or a follow up post wedding episode. So I know he'll be down for that. I'm really excited to record that. So our wedding is officially 25 days away when I'm recording this 25 for if you're listening to this when it first comes out on August 2nd. So yeah, the wedding is coming up soon. So we will soon be in the post-wedding season as well. And he and I will sit down once again and record a post-wedding podcast episode for you all. So I'm really, really excited for that. But for now, I'm going to be present with everything that's happening in my life and just really soak it all in. I feel like I'm just rambling now about just like me stuff, but hey, that's okay. I I think you all enjoy some rambles and just some of my personal thoughts and perspectives on things. But um, one thing that I've noticed a lot is like, to be honest, I'm having so much fun with the wedding planning and I really haven't found it to be stressful or something that I'm wishing like, oh, I really wish this was over. 
that's not how I've been feeling at all. I'm truly enjoying every aspect of the wedding planning, but it's so interesting to me, like how many people have said to me, oh, I bet you can't wait until wedding planning's over. And I'm like, no, um, I am actually loving this. Like I'm loving planning. So yeah, it'll be weird to, after 13 months of planning a wedding, it'll be weird to not be planning a wedding anymore, but it'll also be fun to maybe shift my focus to something else, like completing my somatic experiencing certification and start something else I have on the go. So yeah, (laughs) lots of fun things coming up, but definitely enjoying this season of my life for sure right now. So let's talk about plants, my friends. So one of my very dedicated listeners reached out to me a while ago and she let me know that She admires all of my plants that I have throughout my house because if you follow me on Instagram, I often will post pictures of my plant babies. And so she asked me if I would be open to recording a podcast episode about plants because she wanted to start get like decluttering her house and start to like decorate more with just real plants rather than, you know, typical home decor. And honestly, I love this podcast episode suggestion because that's kind of how when Scott and I bought our new house back in, I guess, like the very, very beginning of 2022, I, we are both, um, I wouldn't say like, we're not extreme minimalists by any means. Like, We definitely have a lot of stuff, but at the same time, I think um, we have a lot less stuff than the average person just because we like to kind of just have what we need and want rather than all of this stuff. And that's kind of reflected in my decorating in the house as well. And something that helps me with that is rather than purchasing all of this home decor is using plants like real living plants to decorate my house. And not only do I think it makes just beautiful decor, but then you are actually like caring for these plants. And I name all of my plants like real names. (laughs) And I use this plant app, which I'll get to. I'll talk about that a little bit more if you're just starting off um, to become like a plant mom of your own. So there's apps to help you with that. And I'll share with you my favorites. But to begin, why don't we talk about some of the best house plants to get started with if you're kind of like a newbie in the plant mom world. Now, before we really dive into this, I want to be very, very clear. Like I am not a plant expert. However, I have been called a wizard with some of my plants because they grow like just 
insanely well. So I am good with a lot of my houseplants. I will name the types that I'm really good with and give you my tips today. But why don't we just get started with some of the best plants to get started with if you're a new plant mom. So one of the plants that I actually, this was my very, very first plant. And I started with it because I knew these types of plants are very hard to kill and they can be very neglected and still be thriving. So this is a snake plant. So snake plants, like I said, hard to kill. They can be super neglected. And honestly, they kind of prefer to be neglected. Another great thing about snake plants is that they actually require very little to no light. So they're obviously going to do really well with receiving some light. However, they are extremely low light plants. So if you do any type of like research or Googling on what type of plants to put in a hallway or a basement or a room without windows, a snake plant is going to come up for sure. Now, you can let these plants fully dry out and I will talk a little bit more about how I water my plants to keep them all like happy, healthy and thriving. But snake plants, what I mean by like neglecting a plant is you can go a long period of time without watering this plant and it can really dry up and it's not going to die on you. So snake plants are definitely a great place to start and I think they make beautiful home decor. They're kind of like masculine looking as well, I find. So I actually have a few snake plants, two actually, two snake plants throughout my house and I really like them. They're kind of like those spiky looking plants. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, I can actually, maybe tomorrow what I'll do is um, post all of my like plant babies to my Instagram stories if you want to actually see what I'm talking about. So another plant that I have had a lot of success with is a rubber plant. I find these plants really hardy and I would definitely recommend them as well to beginners. They don't need tons of light. They obviously like light, but they don't need a lot of light to survive and do well. So I definitely would recommend a rubber plant. And I have a few rubber plants throughout my house and they can really start growing rapidly once you bring them home and give them some nice light and get them on a nice watering schedule. So another plant that is very low maintenance and you can let dry out, it does fine with very little watering and I haven't had any issues with it, is a yucca tree. I really like these. They kind of look like palm tree-like. So I have one in my dining room. I really like it. However, they do like a lot of light. So 
if you have lighting in your place or windows on either a west facing window or a south facing window that would be a great place to place a yucca tree now the other type of plant that i really want to make sure we talk about today is one of my favorite plants and my friend she has called me a fiddle leaf fig wizard because fiddle leaf figs are said to be finicky plants and they are but whenever I read that a plant is finicky I kind of shy away from it thinking oh I won't be able to keep that alive or I don't really want to get into that if it's finicky because I don't want like added stress in my life essentially so I was staying away from fiddle leaf figs for a while but they are so beautiful that I ended up seeing a sale on fiddle leaf figs and I grabbed one and I quickly learned that I am actually very good at keeping fiddle leaf figs happy, healthy, and thriving. So then I purchased myself a second fiddle leaf fig and this one, she's actually in my office right now and um, she is like basically touching the ceiling and she was shorter than me when I brought her home. So my fiddle leaf figs do incredibly well and I will teach you three kind of secrets about fiddle leaf figs. So number one is they need light. So one of my fiddle leaf figs is in front of a east facing window so she gets all of the morning light. Now typically people would say that's not enough light however my fiddle leaf fig in the east window is thriving so kind of take what people say with a grain of salt but I would say that's kind of like the minimum amount of light they would need is to be in an east facing window. The one that I have in a south facing window just is growing like a good weed like (laughs) she has grown so rapidly in the past seven months like I cannot believe it so they love sunshine so if you grab yourself a fiddle leaf fig make sure they are in a window or near a window with a lot of light. Tip number two for fiddly figs is they hate being moved. So I mentioned that my one is usually in a south facing window, but right now she's in my office because we're getting our stairs recarpeted. So we had to move her from the stairs into my office. Now that is not ideal because you want to try to not move your fiddly fig. So if you purchase yourself a fiddly fig and bring her home, decide where she's going to live, whether that's like an east facing window, a west facing window, a south facing window, but like decide where she's going to live and then leave her there. So that is tip number two. So make sure she's getting a lot of light. Tip number two is just try your best not to move them because they will likely drop leaves when you're moving them. It's happened to me, um, even bringing 
her from the store to my house. She's dropped leaves. So don't freak out. If you move her, she's probably going to drop leaves, but then like leave her where she is and she should be fine. So tip number three. So this is the last tip for fiddly figs, but they do really like a regular watering schedule and they don't like to be too dry, but you also definitely don't want to over water them. Now there's a method called like a one cut method with the fiddly fig. And I was doing that for a while. And truthfully, I didn't see much success with that. So I just started watering my fiddly figs like I do all of my other plants. And once I started doing that, then they really started to take off and grow like crazy. So I'll tell you the way that I water every single one of my plants in my house and they seem to be very happy. So you are more likely to kill your plant by overwatering it than underwatering it. So if you feel like maybe the soil is a little wet or moist, do not water it. You want to make sure that the soil, at least like the top one inch of soil is dry before watering it. So what I do is just like shove my finger into the soil. And if I pull my finger out and there's still like soil stuck to it and it even felt maybe a little bit moist to me or a little bit damp, I won't water my plants. I wait until they are dry like that top like one to two inches of the soil are dry and then I water them and the way I water them is I give them a ton of water and you always want to make sure that your plants are in a well draining pot so the pots that I put my plants in like I'll keep them in the nursery pot or put them in a plastic draining pot and all that means is like a plastic pot with holes in the bottom and then if you want it to look nice you can put it in like a decorative pot so that's how I have all of mine around the house is in those just typical plastic draining we call them like nursery pots and so um All of my plants are in those types of pots and then I put that into a like nice decorative pot whether that's like a wicker basket or a really pretty like ceramic pot whatever it is. So when I go to water it once like the top bit of the soil like top one to two inches are dry you want to water your plant until the water starts leaking out of the bottom my friend once referred to it as like until the plant starts peeing and I loved that so water 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 and make sure you water it until the plant starts to pee meaning water is dripping or like pouring out of those drainage holes at the bottom of the plastic pot so once it's 
doing that, let it like fully drain and put it away and just make sure that once you put it back into the decorative pot or wherever you have it, just make sure it's not like sitting in water because then it can develop root rot and then it's probably going to die most likely. So you want to make sure that whenever you put it back into whatever pot it lives in, that you're not placing it in like wet that it's just like sitting in water you don't want that but that is how I water every single one of my plants in my house and they really all do so well now yes some plants like more light than others and I'm going to introduce you to an app very soon that can help you with that But honestly, just Googling, like that's another kind of tip of mine is whenever I purchase a plant, I just go on YouTube or I go on Google and I just Google whatever type of plant I bought and see like what type of light they prefer. So do they like just a few hours of light in the morning or do they like a really really sunny window like a south facing window for an example so you want to kind of get to know plants that way how much light they like if they have to be right next to a window or maybe a few feet back from a window right you just want to kind of learn that sort of stuff now another plant that does like a lot of light but not tons of light and this is actually my absolute favorite plant in my entire house this is my monstera so if you're not familiar with like names of plants but you know what plants look like the monstera plant is the plant that it's also called like a swiss cheese plant sometimes so it's the plant with like the lines in the leaves i absolutely love monstera's Mine has huge leaves on it and it's grown so much over the years and it's also one of those plants that are just really easy to take care of. I've never had any issues with mine until she like really desperately needed to be repotted this year because she grew so fast so I needed to quickly repot her and now she's grown so much again but monsteras are so easy they just need a lot of nice light but not um they don't need to be like right beside a window or else they can dry out so i have mine in a west facing window so it gets all of that really nice afternoon and evening sunshine but She's about like five feet away from the window and she thrives. This is another plant that, you know, you want to wait until that first bit of the soil is dry and then you want to water her really well. Make sure that the water is dripping out from the drainage holes and then put her back away. So those are some of my absolute favorite plants throughout my house and I think they all make just such beautiful decor and they just like add I just love seeing these pops of green throughout my house 
Another plant that I recently added to my collection is a pothos. So it took me a while to actually get my hands on one of these. I just didn't see a lot of them around in my area, but apparently they are also very easy to keep alive as you can let them dry out and nothing terrible is going to happen right away and they grow so fast. So when I brought, bought my pothos, it was pretty tiny and within a week it grew probably like 10 new leaves. So this is quickly becoming another favorite of mine. It's one of those trailing type of plants. So I have it in my bathroom right now and I'm really excited for it to kind of like start really spreading around. I'll probably get several more of these plants to have in my kitchen and office because I like the look of a trailing plant. Now I hear Ivy can be really difficult. One of my friends told me she did not have success with Ivy. So I haven't played around with Ivy before, but Pothos on the other hand are very easy and they trail and kind of give you that like viney Ivy type of look. So I'm really happy that I recently added one to my collection and yeah, she's beautiful. So lastly, I do want to talk about this app that I've mentioned a few times. It is called Planta and I love it. So what's really cool about Planta is you can take pictures of all of your plants and mark when you last watered it. And then you can actually get a notification as to when it needs to be watered again. And something I really like about this app is if the notification goes off to water your plant and maybe you go check the soil and it's not totally dry yet or it's still like damp and you don't need to water it yet, you can actually push back the notification so you can delay it for a few days and once you do this it starts to understand and learn the rhythm of your watering schedule and how often your plants need to be watered so it learns that and it'll adapt and start giving you notifications at a more appropriate time kind of like if you use a period tracking app you know like it might predict that your period's going to come every single month on day 30 for an example but maybe you get your period regular on day 33 and once you kind of start tracking that a little bit more month after month your period tracking app is going to learn that and start predicting your period more accurately. Now, the Planta app look, works very similarly to that, so I really love it. And yeah, it's just a great way to keep track of all your plants. You can mark where they live in your house because maybe you might forget one of the plants in like a guest bedroom or something like that. And it's just really nice to use this app to remind you of the watering schedule and all of the plants that you have. So ever since I got my very first plant I have been using this app called Planta so it's plant with an a at the end and I highly recommend it if you are just getting started with your plants or maybe you want to just 
get a little bit more organized with your plants. Maybe you have a lot of plants, but they're not thriving and you just need those reminders definitely recommend this app. So I think that's all I have this week about plants. I hope you enjoyed this fun episode. I just thought it would be a fun time to record this episode, especially when it's summertime. I also found that the plants that I purchase in the spring or the summer tend to do better than ones that I purchase in the winter time because like winter is kind of the plant's dormant season like we're not expecting a lot of growth in the winter time and sometimes transporting a plant from the store to your home in the winter time isn't the best idea because they can get pretty chilly going from store to your house So if you want to expand your plant collection, this would be an ideal time to do that because it's summertime. Plants tend to love this weather. So let me know if this episode was fun to listen to, if you learned something, if you're going out today to buy a new plant. Like I said, my favorites as of right now are my Monstera, That is hands down my favorite plant. She's so easy and beautiful. And then also I love the leaf figs and a new favorite of mine is that pothos. So I will see you all back here again next week. Thank you for joining me for another episode, my friends. I love and appreciate you all so much. (laughs) 